Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, but you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Wow. I am upstate a lot. And it's a good thing that I'm not uh, going to be in the in the uh, Buffalo region, effective a little later on today at 4 p.m., they are expecting snow, rain, sleet, four feet of snow. Four feet of snow. Governor Hoku has already issued uh, a, an emergency advisory. The state throughway is going to close to commercial traffic at 4 p.m. today from Rochester to the Pennsylvania border. So it will be a mess up near Buffalo. It is a good thing. It is a good thing that Republicans have won the House majority after four years out of power. Why is it a good thing? Because we need balance. If one party has the White House, the other party should have another part of Congress for balance. In a statement, President Biden congratulated the House GOP and its next speaker, Kevin McCarthy, for their achievement Wednesday and signaled his willingness to work with the opposition party. So what's amazing about all of this is that Republicans needed a net of five seats, just five seats to flip the House, and they took just enough seats in New York, we'll come back to that, in Florida, and held on to enough seats in western states like California, Arizona, and Colorado to secure the 218 needed seats. Do you think anyone could have predicted that New York would play a role (laughs) in Republicans regaining control of the House? No one could have predicted that. No one. 
So let the games begin. We already know the type of uh, investigations that are going to happen. It's not going to be a cakewalk for Republicans because they have a slim majority, a slim majority. And so we already know what's on the table. The U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan, the ongoing uh, 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 migrant crisis at the uh, at the border, and of course uh, Hunter Biden and his overseas business dealings. Let the games uh, begin. And so, President Trump, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. If President Trump thought with his announcement that he was going to uh, freeze the 2024 primary field, it is now clear within a matter of hours that's not going to work. The Ron DeSantis bandwagon is already rolling ahead. Next week, get this, folks. Next week, in an advertising campaign, a pro-DeSantis super PAC will begin airing TV ads in Iowa. You know what that means. That means it's all systems go that DeSantis is going to run. And so the ads actually begin airing digitally now. And this is in the week in which DeSantis' star is shining brightly and Trump, following the uh, midterm bruising, has lost uh, some of his uh, luster with Republicans. So I'll put it this way. Trump may not, emphasis on may, may not be the favorite anymore But bet your life on it, he is a formidable candidate. I'm referring to former President Donald Trump. And we are taking your telephone calls, of course, this hour. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. And uh, some of the uh, folks that are not happy with Mr. Trump continues to be former House Speaker Paul Ryan who uh, was, uh, he worked with Trump and they didn't really get along and then Ryan stepped down um, and left Congress. But he, he blast, he's blasting uh, Mr. Trump on Wednesday saying that any Republican, get this, any Republican not named Trump, not named Trump can defeat President Biden in 2024. So, Here's the bottom line. You can write Trump off if you want to, but it's not a wise move. Not at all. And what's funny now? What's funny now? Remember the Wisconsin man, Daryl Brooks, convicted of killing six people and injuring dozens more when he drove that car in that intentional act through that Christmas parade in Wisconsin last year. Well, Mr. Everything is Funny, all of a sudden, you know, his whole trial, he was making a mockery of everything, even during the uh, victim statements the other day. 
Well, he's been handed down six mandatory life sentences. That is 40-year-old Daryl Brooks. So laugh now, Mr. Brooks. Ha, ha, ha. Drove his sports uh, utility vehicle through the police barricades last November and plowed into the crowd of people. And so all of a sudden, as he's being sentenced, he's seen the light of day in which he said, I want you to know that not only am I sorry for what happened, I am sorry that you cannot see what is truly in my heart and the remorse in my heart. Boo-hoo-hoo. We know what's in your heart. And um, good luck. Good luck uh, doing um, your six uh, life sentences, Mr. Brooks. And to every potential copycat considering what he did, I hope you remember the six life sentences. He got his 15 minutes, but his 15 minutes are over, never to be heard from again. Unless he's murdered in in prison. And the parade, this year's parade in Wisconsin is coming up very, very soon. December 4th, I believe, is the date. And first responders, all first responders are grand marshals of this year's parade. And so I see your telephone calls from New Jersey to New York to Westchester, Chester, New Jersey, Staten Island. We will get to them in just a second. But I also want to deal with um, Dave Chappelle again. Saturday Night Live. I don't understand What was the point of getting up there? It's almost like, like, and Mr. Chappelle is funny, but sometimes the question has to become at whose expense. And it's almost like someone is telling him for you to stay the red hot number one comedian in the world, you have got to be controversial and constantly in your face. Why would you get up there hosting Saturday Night Live? And the skit was about, it was long, about 15 to 20 minutes. And he spent almost all of it focusing on Jewish Americans. Why would you do that? And why would you also get up there on live television when Many of us are telling kids not to use the N-word, and you use it twice, freely. So you have the platform, Mr. Chappelle, and you're telling kids it's okay to use the N-word. When we all know if one of those kids, if one of those white kids happened to use the N-word towards you, you would be ready to fight. But it's okay for uh, for you to uh, do it. And so I just want you, I will not play any parts of uh, the anti-Semitism, but I want you to listen to how Mr. Chappelle was giving advice uh, 
I want you to listen to this uh, for a second. But John Stewart is coming to his defense. Listen to a Dave Chappelle from the other night. I denounce anti-Semitism in all its forms. <laughs> and I stand with my friends in the Jewish community. And that, Kanye, is how you buy yourself some time. Ha, ha, ha. Very funny. Come on, man. We, we all know that Kanye has got some serious problems. Who in their right mind is going to go from billionaire status down to 400 million because you want to engage in hate who in their right mind is going to do something like that. And so Dave Chappelle, as he started to skit, knowing that it was going to be quite, quite, quite controversial, pulled out the white paper and read what you just heard. I want you to listen to that one more time from Dave Chappelle. I denounce anti-Semitism in all its forms. <laughs> And I stand with my friends in the Jewish community. And that, Kanye, is how you buy yourself some time. One set of rules. We have to have one set of rules. Dave Chappelle knows that if a white comedian stood up and said exactly the same thing as it pertains to African Americans and said, I I stand with my friends in the African-American community, and then said something that was offensive. I won't make up something, right? But, but, you know, if a a white comedian uh, said, I want to, I stand by my friends in the black community, and then started with a joke that started like there were three guys, a black guy, a white guy, and a Chinese guy, you know it's not going to end well. And Dave Chappelle wouldn't find that funny. So why is it funny when it's at the expense of Jewish Americans? John Stewart uh, appearing on television the other night is defending his friend, Dave Chappelle. Did you see Dave on SNL? And I'm like, yes, we're very good friends. I always watch and send nice texts. He normalized anti-Semitism with the monologue. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know if you've been on comment sections on most news articles, but uh, it's pretty normal like anti-semitism i mean as you know it's it's incredibly normal but the one thing i will say is i don't believe that censorship and and penalties are the way to end anti-semitism or to not gain understanding i don't believe in that and i think it's the wrong way for us to approach it kyrie irving they suspended him from playing basketball if you want to punish this man Send him to the Knicks. Ha, ha, ha. Funny. Very funny. Very funny. Kyrie Irving, by the way, there are reports that after he had a long list to go through before the uh, team would put him back out on the uh, court, is expected to possibly return to the Brooklyn Nets on, uh, on Sunday. So we will see what happens. Let's start with your telephone calls uh, folks, let's go to Joe in Jersey. Good morning, Joe. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yes, I just wanted to say this time uh, Donald Trump should run a better campaign. When he ran this campaign the last time, he didn't mention like all his accomplishments. 
uh, and uh, uh, and saying, that, you know, and uh, there were other people who were saying the same thing. I kind of hoped he won because when the market goes up, it gets, you know, things get better for me. Right. But when uh, I mean, the criticism of Trump is that all he does is talk about his accomplishments. So I'm not really following you, Joe. There were, yeah, well, if there were, there were no ads uh, uh, saying all his accomplishments. Uh, he had all these rallies, but he didn't have, I didn't, me and, and other other commentators uh, were kind of saying the same thing, like Liz, Liz Peek. I didn't see a lot of, a lot of ads uh, to, to that effect. Okay. Well, Joe, I, I thank you for the call. Uh, and let me just say this, because commentators are not are, are focusing on something that doesn't make it true necessarily um it's just that's uh that's just what what it is what they're giving you their opinion it doesn't make it fact let's go to Corey in Rockland good morning you're on talk radio 77 WABC good morning Dominic good morning yeah so i just wanted to make a comment about uh, the Trump whole Trump and now this DeSantis uh possible uh, war or whatever. We don't know that's going to happen yet. Um, and I just think it's another another uh, hurt to the Republican Party because, to be quite honest, and, I, and I'm sorry, I don't care what anybody says or what any uh, politician or any talking head has to say, there's, DeSantis doesn't hold the weight that Trump holds not in the Midwest. You could post out all those ads that they want in Iowa, but Trump's going to win Iowa. It's just, I I don't see it possible. And first of all, you know, look, people vote for Trump because he's Trump, all right? Nobody votes for Biden because he's Biden. They just vote for him because he's not Trump, okay? So the thing with DeSantis is, is that there will be a a certain amount of people that vote for DeSantis because He's DeSantis. They're going to come from Florida, okay, some from New York, maybe a few in Texas or whatever. He just doesn't have that yet. If he came in, if he was smart, if the Republican Party was smart, and this worries me that maybe DeSantis is a little too even-minded. Not that I don't want people to work together and cross the aisles in in Congress, but, you know, you got to push back more, push the party line, push— what the conservative mindsets are, but uh, I just don't think uh, I worry because DeSantis should be smart enough to say, you know what, I'll get in with Trump. They work a deal. Trump gives him the border like they did with Pence. He closes that up nice and tight, gives him some foreign policy uh, wherever and whatnot. And this guy comes out looking like, because after Kamala, I mean, my German Shepherd could probably do a better job. You know yeah, what I'm saying, hey, Corey? You you may be right about that. Um, but 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 what I find amazing, Corey, right? So you're saying that that uh, DeSantis should come in under Trump and uh, take on the southern border, possibly. But but why, uh, folks? We have to be realistic about politics. Why would you take a secretary post? when you feel you're qualified to be the top dog, the president of the United States, and and let's say something goes wrong at the border under his watch, 
Now that means that issue is around your neck for the rest of your life. That well, just that just wouldn't be wise if you're DeSantis. Well, if he's so good, and as they're claiming he is, uh, you know, the, the the some that are claiming that, then he shouldn't have a problem handling the border. I mean, Pence did it; they did it very well. Uh, DeSantis I don't think, is uh, no Mike Pence. They, that, that's no, like that's no, like I, night, that's I, like I, night I, and I day that. in terms of Canada. But Corey, I I appreciate your call and you have a great morning. Let's go from Rockland to Brooklyn. Our friend Audrey. Good morning, Audrey. What's on your mind? Good morning. First of all, the Knicks ninety nine ninety eight. I hope they win second two minutes. Um, I have a comment in regards to what you said about Dave Chappelle's um, monologue on okay. Saturday Night Live. Okay, that's what I got out of that. And first of all, maybe I don't know if you um, heard, but before he did the uh, monologue, there was an interview, and what he said was not anti-Semitic, and it wasn't anything about um, being with the knucklehead um, Decay Kai, whatever his name is these days. West, what he said was. Nothing um, um, disrespectful, I don't think, to Jews. Okay, wait, okay wait, 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 Audrey. I, now, I, may, may, maybe you didn't watch the same monologue that I watched, but, I but I, I watched the entire monologue for this reason, for this sole reason that mm-hmm. someone was going to say he didn't say mm-hmm. anything anti-Semitic. The whole thing was anti-Semitic. Someone? It, but, say, say that again now. Did you see if you can pull up the interview prior to... Um, 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 I'm going on Saturday Night Live, and what what he okay. actually okay. Well, well, one, one, I believe you're referring to the local news now, Audrey. Um, you, you, we we have to now. I I've been in television a long time. Him being on the local news means nothing. That's only airing in the New York area. So, in other words, that's only airing in maybe five percent of the country. What about the other ninety five percent of the country that did not see this interview? It wasn't on. It wasn't on the internet. I call it entertainment news. But anyway, well, it was. On, it was on. It was on. It was on what? Nah, you look it up. I'm okay. not going to tell you. I'm not going to okay. tell you. Okay. But, but, okay. Okay. But now, Audrey, wait, 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 wait. How would you feel? Wait, wait, Audrey. How would you feel? Like I just said, if a yeah. white comedian stood up there. Right. And said, I love my brothers and 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 the African-American community and then went on with 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 uh, with uh, three or four things. And you know what's said uh, about people. How would you feel then? Would it be OK then? Honestly, it's, it's nothing new. Comedians say what they say. And yes, um, and I disagree with, with what you said. But it, it, um, shoot. I'm going to send it to you once I find out um, um, where I've um, heard the interview at. I'm going to email you on that. Okay, but but, um, but, but, but again, but I wouldn't feel anything because nothing has changed and nothing will change until you know ism gets together. And mm. Trump came out and said the same doggone thing he said before. Have a good day. Wait, I I don't know what you mean by Trump said the same. Well, he came thing. out. I, I didn't want to really listen, but. Somehow, accidentally, it came on, and I, I'm listening. All he was saying is how— You mean when, when, when he announced he's running? I don't know your reference point, Audrey. When, he, okay. when Trump said he's running? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so all he said was— All the things he always say. I mean, the name-calling and, you know, if he's going to run again, come up with something. Okay, all right. So, so before I move on, let me ask you this, Audrey. What, okay. what, I'm still waiting to find out what did Biden say. All I heard Biden say is, I'm not Donald Trump. I'm going to chill out in my basement during this campaign. I can beat him. <laughs> what, did, what did Biden say? 
Oh, when he was first running? Yes. He didn't, I don't, that's what I, he was, it was the COVID. Right, but you see what, I, what I'm trying to get across, Audrey. I thank you for the call, and, and I, 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 I'm glad that you're spirited uh, because when we talked um, maybe two weeks ago, you, you know, given the situation with your cousin, you were not in the best of moods. So I'm glad that you're feisty and back to being yourself. That's a win-win for me. But what I'm, what I'm trying to explain, Audrey, and thank you for the call, folks, we have got to stop if we're going to get anywhere with the partisan politics. We can't even be honest on what the opposition may say. Or here, here is what I hear, and this is what happens. The opposition is bad. My guy is good. Well, okay, fine. What did the opposition say? Oh, the opposition said A, B, C, D. Well, what, what is your guy? What is your guy Biden doing? Uh, 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 he's not as bad as Trump. He's not as bad as Trump. That's what I hear constantly. Spoke to uh, David last night, right? And no matter no matter what I say, David's response, he's going to say I'm paraphrasing his words, but David's response was Trump is the devil and he's evil. No matter no matter what I said, no matter what I said. Matt in New York, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dom, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Great show. I just want to talk about quickly um, – this country has amnesia when it comes to what the media will do to any Republican candidate, whether it was Romney, um, McCain, or uh, both the Bushes. They will demonize them no matter who they are. So don't let them say, oh, we need DeSantis because we need somebody that's a moderate Republican now. Trump is too divisive. As soon as if um, DeSantis were to get this nomination, they would do the same thing to him that they did to Trump, that the same thing they did to Kavanaugh. They would find these people to make up stories. You know, I remember Kavanaugh was running a rape ring on his yacht at 14 years old. They're going to do the same thing. Now, as far as uh, winning this past election, do you think that maybe they are giving the Republicans that slight edge? in the house so that they can blame everything on them in 10 months from now when they start gearing up for 2024. Oh, we were about to really make things great. Biden was about to really fix his economy, but then the Republicans got the house and now that's what stymied us. And that's why everything is so bad. Well, well, the American people decided who would have the house one and two, no matter what the house may want to do, they've got to go through the Senate and the Democrats still have the Senate, so that argument wouldn't wouldn't hold up. No matter what happens in Georgia, the uh, Democrats the media still controls that. no the media you, the media controls what the whole narrative, of course, right? Well, you know, well, know Trump got more votes than any any sitting president ever by millions, but you know somehow you know Baseman Joe, like you said, he got eighty one million votes. There's millions and millions of Trump supporters that do not believe the results of the last election, and they'll never vote for a right. DeSantis just no, because, I, I, just I hear, because I, they feel it was stolen. I hear you on that, Matt. But once we start that argument, that's when I just want to pound my head on the table. I know, folks. I, 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 I mean, folks. I, I, Great. the, I thank, thank you for the compliment, Matt. Great and I, show. and I appreciate the uh, call. But uh, that train left the station, and so that's another reason why a Trump. 
uh, Biden rematch would be wonderful because to those that feel the way that you do about the last election, they would go up against each other and we would see what would happen. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are going to take a break. Coming up at 45 minutes past the hour, we will have our Dominic Carter uh, Cares segment. And at 1 a.m., Frank Morano and the other side of midnight. But when we come back, we see your calls. We're going to go to Staten Island, Westchester, New Jersey, Brooklyn, Clifton, and Boston. Stay with us. Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back discussing Trump, DeSantis, John Stewart defending Dave Chappelle following that uh, anti-Semitic uh, opening on uh, Saturday Night Live. And, and again, I, I just don't understand, you know, folks, you all, we all have a right to our opinion. Oh, nothing wrong with the skit. But if you change it where it's impacting your community, then it's personal. Then it crosses the line. Out of all the things that uh, Mr. Chappelle, who is quite talented, could have focused on, it just seems that he loves controversy. I know controversy sells, but sticking to the gay community. Not letting that go. Knowing what happened uh, with Kyrie Irving and the rapper, why would you go there? Why? What is there? I guess, I guess for what I'm doing right now, I'm discussing Dave Chappelle and John Stewart, his buddy, is coming to his defense. Connie in Brooklyn, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. I really appreciate it. First of all, I want to say two points that are very important. First, I really appreciate your focusing on this whole situation with Dave Chappelle because words go into people's hearts. That Whatever they hear stays there. It has a life of its own, and the rest is history, and we can always look in the past history, but that's not why I called. What I called is for two reasons. I thought, very interesting, you're saying there's a whole pack that's going to start putting out ads for Ron DeSantis. Yes. Okay? And I happen to like Ron DeSantis a okay. lot. Okay. I don't think he has what Trump has, because if you look at what Trump went through, very few people would be left standing. Agreed. But, Connie, let, let me ask you this one question. Second, one second. Wait, wait, Connie. Wait, Connie. Okay, Connie, Connie, calm down. I want to ask you a question, and then you can tell me what you want to say. But you need to understand there's a bad hum on your phone. That's why I'm interjecting. But what I wanted to ask you was, what is it? And I need you to answer this first. What is it that you like about DeSantis? 
what is it I like about him? Yes. I like the fact that he thinks about what he needs to do. He didn't close up Florida. He took care of people in nursing homes in the beginning. Like he, he, re- he looks at the problem and he tries to analyze it and he tries to work with it in a way that will work positively for everyone. Okay, so now tell me what you wanted to tell me. Right. I think, he's, I think he has, there's a lot, a lot of really good things about it. I can't, I can't even Okay, Connie, you said it. you wanted okay, to tell me I, something. Go right I ahead. Called, right. The reason I called is like this. I thought about this thing that they have a whole pack going out for Ron DeSantis. Yes. What actually this is going to create is uh, uh, like a, uh, it's going to make like a, what, what's the word for it? A, a dichotomy maybe? No, I don't know if that's the right word. Like a break in the Republican support. Part will go to DeSantis. Part will go to Trump, and then who will be the winner are the Democrats. And I was thinking to myself that in the elections, the Democrat Party paid for a lot of Republican Party candidates to be elected, like to run, to win the primary, because they were trying to find the person who they thought they, I don't know if it worked or not, but they were trying to elect the person that could be most the weakest. E- easily defeated by them, right? Right. I'm just thinking about it. I don't know. You know, look, I'm sure there are a lot of people who want Ron DeSantis. There's no question. But I, I'm, not, I, I'm a little bit skeptical about it that they're starting already with the ads. Now, like, it just looks like a lot of breaking up. Maybe there's a lot of, um, 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 how do you say, Republicans like, you know, Romney and all these people who didn't like him that are pushing it. And there's another okay. thing I wanted to tell no, you. No, no, Connie, I, I can't because there's a bad hum on your phone line, and it's very hard to hear you. And so if you want to uh, if you want to call back tomorrow, you can. But again, folks, we have a lot of calls, and I have to limit the time that everyone has. You can't just go on with a monologue. It just doesn't work that way. But, but I'm going to be straight with you, and this is why I asked Connie, what does she like about Ron DeSantis? With no disrespect to the governor of Florida, all he is is a mini Donald Trump. That's what has made him so successful. He copied Trump's personality, maybe maybe a little a lower profile, and brought it to Florida. And so now the mini Trump wants to knock off the guy that created the original character. This is why. So, so Connie said that she doesn't like that, um, that Mr. DeSantis, his people are starting a super PAC, are starting ads already. You have to understand it's not, he's sending, DeSantis is sending a signal. He can't come out publicly and hit at Trump because that will cost him votes. But you do things through the back door to send a signal that you're not playing. And the signal that he's sending to Trump is, you can say whatever you want publicly. Look, I'm starting to run ads. I'm coming. Whether you're ready or not, whether you like it or not, I'm coming. That's what DeSantis, I'm coming for you. That's what he is saying via his actions with Mr. Trump and Mr. Trump's response is you can come if you want to, but I will destroy you. And Trump has hinted at major dirt. Not only has Trump done it, but, but his kids, his, his um, daughter-in-law, 
telling uh, DeSantis, you're a smart, a smart man. Wait your turn. Don't do this now. Devi- uh, primaries are divisive. On and on and on. Let's go to Devin in uh, Westchester. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic, I just love listening to you and your well, wisdom. Thank you. you just, thank you. You're so right. Everything you just said, I was sitting here clapping along. Um, I do want to say, though, that I agree on some level with Connie uh, that I'm concerned as somebody who recognizes that the Republican Party does not have a lot of rock stars. We've got Trump and we've got DeSantis, in my opinion. And if the two of them eat each other alive on the stage, one of them is going to just come out bloodied and ravaged. And, you know, that I just sort of feel like it would be better for DeSantis to either A, run as the VP, or B, wait his turn. Because as you so rightly say, you know, he's not going to stand a chance against Trump. And the, the bloody mess that will ensue is not good for a party that really only has two rock stars. And the last thing I just want to say is this midterm election has proven, in my opinion, that the Democrats have a very well-oiled machine when it comes to early voting, when it comes to getting the vote out. And we really need to play our cards right this time. Well, you made some very good points. Here is my response. In terms of waiting your turn, isn't that the same exact thing that was said to Barack Obama? I'm sorry. Um, the, the, yeah. same, the, the same exact thing was said to Barack Obama. It's Hillary's turn. She, Both of you can make history, but she's got to smash the uh, glass ceiling. You're younger. You can wait. Wait your turn. Get in line. And what did Obama do? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right, and that's an absolutely great point. Um, you know, I'm just, I'm just nervous because uh, there's so much at stake in this yes, country. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I was and- astonished by these midterm results. I mean, the, the state that this country's in, and these people still, you know, came out strong. I, these people that are destroying this country still came out strong. I, I'm just, I'm really scared. And and so, if you're Ron DeSantis, right, his people, I can guarantee you, are telling him, listen. This is what they're saying. Trump is already bringing down the party. If he pulls out a miracle and is elected, what happens four years from now? If he continues to bring down the party, then you won't have a chance in hell four years from now. There are so many things. Very good observation. there, there, There are so many things. And I thank you for the telephone call and have a great morning. There are so many things for DeSantis to consider. And that term of waiting your, your turn in line doesn't really apply anymore to modern day politics. If you are a superstar and your team feels your time is now, you have got to go for it. So that's the situation DeSantis finds himself in. But in order to go for it, he's got to take on the 800-pound gorilla. And if you offend Trump, you're going to offend his supporters. And so then what? It's a really, really tough position. And remember... Many of you have called up and said that you think Trump Trump is bluffing and doesn't have anything really on DeSantis, right? But what if he does? The only one that knows that is DeSantis and his wife and his immediate family. What if Trump does? What if he does? 
And he knows, that is DeSantis, he knows that if Trump has something, he's going to drop it in a New York minute and be proud of it. Dominic Carter here with you. We see all of your calls. Wow. We are going to take a break. When we come back, our Carter Care segment. And then when we return, we're going to go to Staten Island, Jersey, Pennsylvania, North Brooklyn, Clifton, Boston, and Brooklyn. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Highlighting stories that hit close to home, from your borough to your dinner table. This is Carter Cares. The next time that you may want to criticize the NYPD or any police force, I hope you consider this story. A former college student who made the dean's list has just been sentenced to a 10-year prison term after he admitted to selling more than 70 guns to an undercover NYPD cop, prosecutors said on Wednesday. What, What type of person, knowing that these guns are going to kill people, are going to is going to do something like that. 23 years old, Shakur Rodriguez was also sentenced to five years post-release for trafficking 73 weapons and 40 high-capacity magazines from the South, where he went to college apparently in Tennessee, directly to the Bronx and Manhattan. And he brought... Uh, many of the weapons, that's the new way that these uh, smugglers uh, transport guns on buses. And that's how he did it, in duffel bags uh, on a bus and then sold them to an undercover NYPD officer. And so the officer is purchasing, the undercover officer is purchasing weapons. So that means you know that the suspect is always armed. And one wrong move by that undercover could cost him or her her life. Think about that the next time that you want to criticize the NYPD. I'm going to get to as many calls as I can, and the little time that we have left, let's go to Jennifer in Boston. Good morning, Jennifer. Hi, Dominic. Um, Just uh, quickly, I'm very glad that you brought up Daryl Brooks. That case has gotten so little attention in the national press. It's a disgrace, and I feel so desperately for those family members and for those lives stolen, and the fact that that whole court case was such a it was horrific the way he carried on being his own lawyer and the antics he, and, and just the eye rolling. And it was just, it was horrible. And the only time he's ever expressed any, and I'm using my air quotes, remorse is when, you know, finally his judgment day came. So I thank you for speaking of that. I called my local newsroom a couple of weeks back and asked them why they weren't covering it. 
And um, they said, well, that's just a guy. That, he was just fleeing, you know. He wasn't being chased by the police for another crime. Right. That's well, they, well, well it, it was great that you – thank you for the call, Jennifer. It was great yep. that you – it was great that you called your local station. But, folks, you need to ask for the managing editor or the reporter on the story. Otherwise, you're talking to an intern that knows absolutely nothing except for the talking points that management tells them to do. If you ask for the managing editor, that's the person, right? When you see five live shots on television, those reporters are not completely controlling their scripts. The words are coming out of their mouth, but they're not controlling those words. A script, including the live toss to the tape segment, has been approved by the managing editor, unless it's breaking news on on the spot. And so that's the person you need to talk to. Ask for the assistant news director. Ask for the news director. They're not going to come to the phone, but get their email. Email them. You have to go to the power brokers in uh, the the newsroom. And so it, it, it's an illusion. Trust me, folks. It's an illusion that it looks like the reporter is calling all the shots in terms of reporting the story. Down to the second, the newsroom is controlling what you're doing. And they are even telling you, uh, okay, you're talking right now, and this is why they have the earpiece in their ear. They will get a cue from the control room of rap, rap. And if you still go on with another sentence too long, they will say again, rap and rap now. And you don't hear that, but then all of a sudden the reporter will say, and that's the very latest from blah, 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 let's go back to the studio. So when you call the newsroom, it's great to call but ask for someone of power, of power, because it's only interns uh, answering uh, the telephone. Dominic Carter here with you up until the top of the hour. That's when Frank Morano and the other side of midnight will get underway. Dave in Pennsylvania. Good morning, Dave. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dom. How you doing? I, I just want to make a comment regarding, you know, a lot of, we were talking about some of the rhinos, you know, saying about uh, Donald Trump is bad for the party. And um, I just want to personally say that I think Republicans and the conservatives at large need to, you know, inventory. Look at all the accomplishments this guy has done. He's probably the most accomplished president in in our lifetime in four years. And he took more incoming bullets, you know, spent more blood. Uh, sweat and tears and treasure than anybody, and he still wants to go back in the ring and, and battle. And we needed him battle somebody who could take the income like he did to clean up Washington because the federal government is so corrupt. It's, it's a special interest group of the Democratic Party, and he's the type of guy we need to go in there. But 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 he, but but he, here's the problem, Dave. Here is the right. here's the serious serious problem. Mr. Trump ran on a platform of insulting the media every chance he got. Uh, fake media, they're dumb, they're stupid. It, 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 listen to this point, it's very important. Do you think the media is going to forget that? Or do you think the media collectively is saying it's payback time? 
So now, so now, Mr. Trump, you're announcing you're running. We won't even take it live. You're announcing you're running. We'll give you five minutes and line up five anti-Trump critics to go on the air. It's not going to be a fair fight by any measure. And frankly, that's why you're seeing the media play up DeSantis, because the media would rather have anyone else than Donald Trump as the Republican nominee. Can I respond to that, Tom? Quickly, quickly, please. Yes. I, I just think as part of one of the things I actually like about Trump is that too many people are trying to befriend the media. The media is going to hate us no matter what. And I, that's one of the things that and, uh, I think uh, it bestows why people like the policies of the fighter. And the media has been calling the shots and trying to dictate who we're supposed to believe in, and people are just fed up with it. But, I mean, because they're never going to love you no matter what. Uh, the, the conservatives, they'll be besmirched and defy and destroy anybody's character that's not aligned with them. That, that's my thoughts. Well, I think, and, and, I think, and you think that? Okay, well, Dave is gone there. Let's go to our friend Hudson in the Bronx. Good morning, Hudson. What's on your mind? Hey, good morning, Dom. Good, good morning, good morning. Thank you. Um, I just got a couple points. Um, one point that I, I, I know a lot of people have said before, but um, it's pretty simple, is that it, it has to be Trump. And the reason why it has to be Trump is that um, he's already done four years, and he already cowtailed to all these guys towards the end of his thing and, and gave him to Fauci, gave him to Dr. whatever, you know, did whatever. If he gets in this time, he's going to burn it down. If DeSantis gets in, he's going to do the same thing as Trump, and he's going to, you know, tippy-toe around the end of his his four years, and he's going to do that just so he can get back in. That's my first point. This is my, my, my second point. My second point is that it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if we don't fix the election. I don't understand why everyone hates when Trump says Trump can't run on, you know, it got stolen, it got this. If we don't fix the elections, nothing happens, and I'm sorry, I lied. Third point is everyone thinks that, that the media is running with this because they want DeSantis. They're not running with this. All the rhinos and all the Dems, they want these two to go head-to-head because you know why? If Trump and DeSantis go head-to-head and they knock each other out, then guess who's going to run? Some third-party scrub is going to come in, and then he'll get beat by anybody. And that's it, Tom. I love you. Well, thank you. Love you too, man. Thank you. Um, I I just – I – I don't care what illusion the midterms came up with. I don't see uh, uh, President Biden running, one, and two, certainly not winning. Let's go to uh, Deirdre in New Jersey. Good morning. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic, I will tell you my dream lottery ticket would would be Trump, President, VP, DeSantis. That would be the ultimate lottery ticket out of whatever, whatever. Right. Wait, but wait, 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 wait. But if you're Ron DeSantis and you feel that you're the man now, why would you accept that? No, he doesn't feel he's the man. This is all the media's BS. Okay? This is how I feel. It's all the media. It's hype. All right. So I got... Another thing to tell you. So you're telling me about this other kid from, you know, I listened to the talk show, wherever he was, running guns, and he got caught, whatever. Yes, yes. Let me tell you what I feel about that. These kids are sucked in for quick money. They want to make 
quick money. So I will let you know, there's no quick money in gun running and all the rest. Right. I got a minister in Newark, New Jersey. This is Minister Ellis. Let me tell you something. He's doing a phenomenal job in Newark, New Jersey. He's rounding these children up, and he's trying to tell them, listen, this is not the way to go. He even let go of his own son to the streets to say, listen, you don't want to listen to your father? You don't want to listen? Then I got to let you go. And that's a tough thing, Dominic. Yes. That's a very tough. Yes. Well, to I, 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 my- I, I, I'm sorry. I have to step in because Frank Morano's standing by and uh, we're running out of time. But we can continue this tomorrow. And somebody's got to teach some of these kids uh, some tough love. This kid was on the dean's list. And you're right, Deidre, about the fast money, but somebody needs to tell them the other side of the fast money that you're going to do 10 years in federal prison. You're not going to be heard from of again. Your family may not be able to see you if you are sent to a prison that's far away from where they're located. They should tell you the downside to all of this uh, nonsense that you are engaging in. Joining me right now, Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. Good morning to Hello, you, sir. Hello, Dominic. What do you have coming up? Action Pack show. Uh, we're going to talk crime and the political effects of crime with uh, a guy that was a prosecutor in Queens for over four decades, James Quinn, who I think you may know from his role and when he was the uh, chief assistant district attorney in Queens County. Marlena Shivo, one of our more popular guests, she's going to join me in the 2 o'clock hour, a wide variety of subjects we're going to go over with her. We're going to take a trip down to South Jersey to talk with the director of Lucy the Elephant in Margate. Our colleague Dina Martin is doing a concert to benefit Lucy. And then uh, we'll do our weekly check-in with Brian Kilmeade as well. So we got an action-packed show. Lucy the Elephant. Lucy the Elephant. Have you been? No. Listen in. What time is this? That's going to be at 3.30. Not and, to be missed. And so when when will I get some sleep? <laughs> <laughs> That's my problem. That's your problem, man. <laughs> Frank Verano on the other side of midnight is coming up right now. Dominic Carter with you folks. I'll be back again tomorrow. I apologize to the folks that we did not get to your calls. We see them there. You can call Frank. He will take your calls, or you can reach back out to me tomorrow. Dominic Carter, Talk Radio 77 W. ABC. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.